Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. If you have a little girl, it's difficult not to worry about how they will grow up. What will they see as beauty? Will it be the kind pushed by the Kardashians of the world that are seen all over Instagram and other social media platforms? How will they avoid the pressure to conform to that ideal? Marissa Forsyth is the founder of Pretty Foundation, a nonprofit that aims to flip the way young girls are valued. For more on their latest campaign, which is just wrapping up in June, I'm joined by Marissa now. How are you, Marissa? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Why did you found the Pretty Foundation? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I quit my job as a marketer and I was running a campaign helping women recognize their true value and who they are and not what they look like. And what I realized from the research was that this issue just kept getting bigger and bigger. It wasn't going away. So I looked at all sort of the stats and the research, spoke to the experts, and we found that there was really nothing in early education, but there were programs for older girls and and for women. And early education is where the foundations are laid for body image. And so I thought, well, no one's doing anything in this space. Let's actually start something and prevent these issues from happening rather than actually waiting till girls, you know, get into their teens and these sorts of things are ingrained by then. I love that idea. But even saying that, your research has found that 34% of five-year-old girls intend to diet um, and that there was another percentage of four-year-olds who are aware of what their body looked like. Um, That sounds really strange to me. I mean, why are children that young even thinking about these things? Yeah, it is crazy. So when I saw the statistics, we didn't do the research. It's been done through La Trobe University and it's consistent with international research as well. Uh, we were shocked by it initially because we were like, what? why are children thinking about this so young? But when you stop to think about, we always say children are sponges and it's like, don't swear in front of your kids, they'll pick it up. And that's the reality. They're starting to see these things. They see it from mum. They might see it from their peers. Uh, They'll see it in in dolls that they have, in books that they read, in all sorts of things, these subtle messages that are coming across. They're picking these things up and they are starting to learn at that stage what is or what it is that they are valued for and and what they want to look like and be like. Um, So it's just, it's a matter of actually switching on to that and going, actually, that's a really good point. They are seeing all these things and they're forming their opinions about themselves at that stage. So, you know, body image is certainly not something that they only think about later on. So unfortunately, that's just the reality of, you know, girls are picking, picking that up. They are, um, they're listening to a whole bunch of things at that stage at those early years and they might repeat, for example, maybe what mummy says about her tummy um, and they may not believe it for themselves yet, but after repeating it a few times and seeing it, you know, being said by mum or through friends or whatever it might be, they're going to start to take that on for their own opinion, their own bodies as well. So how do you start educating young children about body image? Are you going through the early learning centres? How are you going about it? Yeah, well, we have a range of different initiatives. We've got campaigns, for example, we've got a campaign at the moment called Pretty Flipped. So we're getting people to flip a piece of clothing inside out for a day in June. So we've got 
early learning centres taking part, we've got schools taking part, businesses, and just even homes, like people are registering to do it at home. And it's just an easy way to go, this is what we're doing, and because it's we're valuable on the inside, it's a really simple message that you can start talking to your children about. But then we also have other things like children's books. So we've got a series called Charlie's Tales, and it's just what we as marketers like to call edutainment. It's <laughs> education through entertainment. And so it allows a child to, to see the book for entertainment purposes or to have it read to them for entertainment purposes. But what the parent can do or what the educator can do is then start to ask questions that we provide and the resources we provide around it for parents and educators and ask questions around the story which brings about these sorts of you know um, issues and, and, and talks about those sorts of things like why did, you know, why was it unfair that, Sylvie was treated in that way because she was short or and it allows you to to do it through storytelling because it's really hard to talk to about it you know a three four five year old about body image otherwise and I must admit as a parent um, I remember my daughter she was maybe five or six at the time she said she put on a dress and she said I look fat in this and I was just floored because I don't ever remember saying that in front of her. So when you talk about the influence, I mean, a parent could say, no, I'm really conscious of the way I speak to my child, but that doesn't mean we can just forget about the issue, does it? Because they're getting those messages from other places as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So there's there's so much you can do as a parent, like you can't, and, and also we don't sit there blaming parents either. We go, it's tough, it's really hard, and there are influences outside of it. So what we try to say is, um, you know, give as much positive messaging you can and as you can at home. But at the end of the day, they are going to go out, they're going to have peers that say different messages. So how do you actually build resilience in them so that they can deal with these when they come along rather than, uh, you know, hearing the messages and, and then and believing it for themselves outside of home? So that's our real core kind of, um, I guess, mission is to build that resilience in, the, in young children. Of course, these days, negative body image isn't just about girls and how they feel about their bodies. It's also something that boys and men are starting to come across. Um, does this campaign, do you do you think about boys as well as girls when you're trying to get this idea of body image and healthy body image implanted young? Yeah, it's a great question. So we get asked it a lot and we when we started the foundation, uh, we thought about this and we thought, well, girls' body image in and of itself is a huge issue. So let's try to be focused. And so that's why we chose to go with girls' body image. In saying that, a lot of the resources we do create can be utilised for boys and girls. And so our body image researchers uh, who put it together allow for that to happen as well. Um, so there are a lot of things and there's still differences that need, you know, parents need to be aware of, but you can still utilise the resources, the children's books and the like. And also what we sort of say as well is parents should be aware that boys have to be part of the solution for girls' body image. So they can play a part in that as well. So we're all about read the children's books if you're, you know, if you're a boy because it'll help your body image. But it will also help you to recognise that girls aren't there to be stared at. They're there and, and they have value in who they are and what they can contribute. So they're actually part of the solution as well. Marissa, thank you so much for speaking with us today. No worries at all. Giving birth is a life-changing experience. But what's it like for those who choose to support women in labour? Going into birth is like going into this Greek underworld myth. Like you 
dive into your deepest primal depth. And so whatever work we can do beforehand to shed anything that could stand in the way from you, the mum, letting go and being able to dive in there feeling safe, uh, it'll help the birth process. That's Dinny Martinez, yoga teacher and doula. On the next episode of Feed, Play, Love, Dinny tells us why she became a doula and how she supports women before, during and after childbirth. This podcast is produced by Debbie Ning. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Hold up. 